We have notebooks and pens that Shua Osina, thank you Shua for picking up for all of us. Thank you Shua. We have pens and notebooks for everyone to, to take notes, take it serious, more serious than we do already. Let's just talk a little bit about uh, the koyach of his chachas, the koyach to renew oneself as in general, in life in general, it's very important for a person to be able to access the power of renewal, especially in difficult times. You know, one of the challenges of difficult times is you sort of get absorbed and you get uh, sort of like stuck. You get stuck and you don't feel that you have the power. The power doesn't belong to you. One of the most, most uh, uh, motivating things that a person can think about and know is the fact that we have the ability to make decisions. We could choose who we want to be. We could choose how we want to look at things. We could choose how we want to feel. Not only that, one of the books that I, that's on our uh, suggested reading list, or not suggested, the uh, have to read list, is uh, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, who was an Austrian psychiatrist who was in the concentration camps. And one of the things that he, that he brings out very clearly where the name, the, his therapy that he brought to the world is called logo therapy, which means basically to, to have meaning in your life. Once you have a why, you can deal with any how. When you have a why, you could deal with anything. And what he says, I remember one of the lines he says that they could take away my clothing, they could take away my, um, you know, physicality, you could take away physical things, you could do something to me, but you can't touch my essence of who I am. You can't, no one can touch your essence, the power that each and every one of us have to really create ourselves, to recreate ourselves. Means that each and every one of us has the ability in Mitzrayim. That's what this week's parsha says. That the parsha should have started off with Achodesh Hazelachem, which means to renew oneself. Achodesh Hazelachem, right? And it says that when we're, where was that mitzvah given? That mitzvah was given in Mitzrayim. The power to renew oneself was dafka given in a time of difficulty. To renew yourself when everything is great. Okay, it's a little bit easier, you feel good, you're motivated. When things are not going your way, and then you're able to step back and say, okay, right, I'm in the middle of something, and I'm having a bad day. I'm having a bad day. So sometimes it's good if you have a bad day, and it's like, or you had a bad day, and it's 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, right? Sometimes it's good just go to sleep, like finish off the day and start off a new day. But sometimes if it's two o'clock in the afternoon or five o'clock in the afternoon or six o'clock in the afternoon and you're having a bad day, right? Sometimes it's hard to stop in the middle. You're having a bad year. Sometimes it's hard to, to shift gears in the middle. That's why we like to renew ourselves and say, oh, if I could, imagine if you go to first grade again for the first time and start it all over again. You could choose a different school. Imagine if you could start maybe Right? You could choose a different home to be, uh, right? You go back up to Shemayim, say, Hashem, this, this was a little tougher than I thought. Uh, I wish I could have started in a different home. Right? So that would feel invigorating sometimes. I wish I had a new life that I could create. But the answer is you can. You could do that now. 
Okay, if Nachi's hand is up uh, for that long, I better stop. I just have a question. Sure. I feel like in my own personal experience, yes. it's easier to renew yourself when it's hard. Okay. It's harder to renew yourself when it's good than when it's good. But it's hard to like, step back. Like, when I'm down, whatever, I'm struggling, like, then I have to like, step up and like change and renew. But when I'm good, it's like, I don't know, that's why I have down. Right, right. So, so, okay, good. So, Nachi's expanding it a little bit. Nachi's saying that when, when you sometimes hit rock bottom or when things are really bad, then you have no other choice than to uh, renew yourself and you got to start new as opposed to when things are good. Right, but, when, but, but my, my, the, the point that I'm saying is that when things are going well, you have more access. You feel you're, you're strong. You feel good. I could do it. I could handle it. I could handle the challenges that are being thrown my way. I have, the, I have the strength, I'm feeling good, so I'm tired, I'll push myself. But when things are not going, it's like, it's like it says by Avram Avinu, what was his Nisayan by the Akedah? It says, Vayar as Hamakom Merachok. Hamakom means Hashem. The Nisayan was, is that now have your Nisayan, when Hashem is far from you. It's like, it's like when things are not going well and then things go even worse, then it's like, oh, now I'm supposed to connect to Hashem. It's very, it's very hard. That's what I'm saying. When, a, when someone's in a tough state, when you're having a bad uh, career, right? When you're having a bad uh, situation, whatever it might be, it's very hard to be able to know. Sanachi's saying there are ways also when you're in a Yurido also to, to have that as chachas. But sometimes it's hard, right? Is it easier to stay true to yourself now? Or was it harder sometimes to make that decision to make yourself a new, a new self? No, no, what I'm saying is, right now, I'm not saying that. I'm saying is it easier when a person is in a certain flow to continue on that flow? Right. 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 It's hard, but, but if you never had a good Zman in your life. It's hard. No, I agree with you. It's always hard. It's always hard. To, but I'm saying you're you're a big tzaddik, Nachi. Nachi. Everyone knows Nachi is a big tzaddik. Nachi is a big tzaddik. So, so for you to for you to continue for you to continue being a tzaddik. <laughs> so to continue. You can do it. I'm okay. Right, so, so that, that's what I'm saying, you know what I mean? So sometimes it's easier to continue in your flow and to continue, continue but when you, when, you're, when you have to stop and, and, and analyze and say, okay, now I gotta renew myself. It's time for me to renew myself. And the truth is really on what you're saying, Nachi, you are 100% right. When a person doesn't look at it as far as where you're at and you're always renewing yourself, and you're constantly renewing yourself. You're saying, okay, I have the ability now, I have the ability to renew myself. What is stopping me from creating the life that I want to live? 
That's what you want to ask yourself. Correct. Correct. Right. So, so correct. But what the key, the key is to realize that you have the key. The key is to realize that you have the key to create the life that you want to create at all times. At all times. Whether it's a low, whether you're on a high, whether things are going well or not. You have, the Vilna Gain says, one of the biggest Gehenim, the, the, the biggest feeling of Gehenim, of death, the first thing that happens when a person dies is that, is that now he can't do anything. You can't do anything. You can't change anything. Right now, whatever you're going through, you know, ultimately, especially when you're younger, the younger you are, anyone here could become a doctor, you could become a lawyer, you could become a, a, a big tzaddik and a lawyer and a doctor, you could become a big tamachacham, you, you could become anything you want to become at your age. Okay, when you get to be a little bit older, the older you get, the harder, right, speak to someone older than you. When you're, when you're seven, speak to a guy who's in high school. Speak to someone who's in high school and he looks at you and he looks at you and says, oh my gosh. And then you look at someone who's 25, someone who's 30. That's the way it works. Or you take someone who's a little bit older, he looks at an 18, 19-year-old, he's jealous. He's like, I wish, I wish I could do that all over again. I wish I could start that all over again. Imagine if you could start your high school in, a, in, in, in the foot, on the direction, exactly the way you wanted to create it. Exactly elementary school. Exactly high school. So why is that different now? Because in five years ago, in five years from now, you're going to do the same exact thing. You're going to say the same exact thing about, about now. You're going to, when you're, when you're, take your age right now and rewind it five years back. What would you diff do differently? Because in five years from now, you're going to have that same question <coughs> asked to you as well, because you're going to be in the same situation. What could I do now that would help me five years back? What happens is we think for some reason the Sahara confuses us and makes us think we're either too old, we're either too young, I'm not sure. But whatever it is, he says, this time, now is not the time to make my changes. I can tell you that much. Right now is not the time to make my changes. Always, either tomorrow or yesterday, I could have, I should have, I would have, or I'm going to, God willing, in the future, when I marry, when I have my kids, when I have this, when I have that. But we have... The power, each and every one of us has that power to renew ourselves constantly, constantly. The, one of the tzaddikim always said that even if you have to renew yourself tens of times a day, say, okay, right now is a new moment. Right now I can be machadish myself. I can think differently. I can look at the world differently. I can connect to Hashem. You can connect to Hashem at any point. Yes, yeah, Simcha. Um, I, when I think about uh, looking back, I kind of feel like looking back Great. That's great. Great. So that's awesome. I mean, you're saying your past is not so, you don't have so much regret over your past. That's awesome. So that's great. So you're, you feel, that's great, that's awesome. So you feel very confident with your future. Someone who says that is very confident with his future to create the future because you know that your mistakes are only going to lead you to make you a better person. Right? Huh? 
Right, okay, I mean, you don't want to bedafka do mistakes, but, but, uh, but correct. Yeah, listen, if you're not afraid to make mistakes, then you'll do anything, you'll try anything. People are afraid to try something because they're going to make mistakes. But like Simcha saying, if you're not afraid to make mistakes and you're not afraid to fail, then you'll try anything. What, what do I have to lose? I only have what to gain. Yeah, Shua. And then uh, Avigdor. Huh? You're good? Avigdor? I was going to say just about what Simcha said. Yeah. I relate to that a lot. But I even, I even like have a fear of like changing the past because of like saying, oh, I meant I could do this exactly how I would want it. Because like, like Simcha was saying, I wouldn't be who I am today if things were different from the past. And I, the strengths that I had and the weaknesses that I have and, the, and my, my, the setup that I have is because of the past. And it's unknown, the past. If like you change that, my whole life is unknown. It's like a fear. I just want to, that whole idea is like a scary idea. Even if it sounds like it might be great. Oh, imagine you could change the past and everything would be great. It wouldn't. I mean, I think I think what I, I think was I stand with Simcha is like I don't I don't know I don't know. I'd be curious to know who wants to change their past and change how things went, unless you really, really. Well, well, well. Based on what you guys are saying. Yeah. Last time Rabbi said this quote. I think Rabbi said that look at yourself five years ago and see how much you've grown. Not look at yourself five years ago and see what you've changed. Right. Just look at the growth from. from right. Five years ago. Right. Now, and then you could start thinking about the future, like what helped me grow back then right. when I was in a predicament. And, and then you could look in the future and maybe when you're going through something similar, you could say, oh, this helped me then. Now, now I can do it again. Right. 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 I, I do believe also, yes, I agree with you, Shua. Right. I, I do believe, I, I do believe that there's an element, I do believe that there's an element of, of, uh, of denial of what Simcha is saying and what Avigdor is saying. I do believe that. I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I believe that, uh, Simcha, you hear what I'm saying? I believe there is an, an element of denial um, that, that you guys have because I believe that it's healthy to have regret um, and I think it's, it's good to have regret um, and wish I would have maybe studied more or wish I could have gotten certain skills. And I think that it's healthy for a person to say that um, what could I change now based on mistakes that I've done in the past. I think there is a little bit of an element of, of uh, you know, a person being afraid to really say like, okay, you know, it's not so much that I would be a different person as much as maybe there's certain things that I didn't do right and I could have done right. And I wish I could um, not necessarily go back in the past but I wish I really won't repeat those mistakes. Because if you're totally 100% with everything that you've done, which is a very, very high level, then, then, then you're totally fine and you would sort of be living the perfect life right now. I think a lot of the reasons that we don't live the perfect life is because we um, are upset at ourselves for doing certain things and we're still stuck in those things that we've done. We haven't really learned from our mistakes. So I, I think that it is true to say, oh, I'm totally happy with, with everywhere that I'm at, but I also feel that there is an element, a little bit of a denial in that, is that it's okay to say, I want to change things about me, and I wish I could have, I can't do anything then, but at least from the past, but at least I can not repeat my mistakes. 
But I think that if you're totally, yeah, I'm okay with all the mistakes that I made, what's stopping you from making those mistakes again? There's nothing wrong with making mistakes. You don't want to be repeating the same mistakes. You want your mistakes to change. You want your problems to change. You don't want to be stuck in the same thing. Because history repeats itself. Can I respond? To yeah, yeah, of course. Well, well, yeah. I um, thank you, Rebbe, for uh, for sharing that aspect of denial, even though it's scary to hear it. Be like, well, it's oh, just God. my feeling. On that, yeah. Right. So, so when I hear that, I, I agree. So I understand what everybody's what saying, and I connect to that. I really, I do agree with that aspect. Like, because if I'm okay with it, then I don't have to change things. Right. right? It's just a way out. Now, I mean. Changing, change what's going on today and on a daily basis of decisions and, and and things that go on now. Obviously, I want to change. I don't think it's okay the things that I that I did to continue doing. Uh, but I, I'm I'm just I'm just saying the way I'm set up now. I'm grateful for the way I am and with the flaws that I have and the struggles that I have. Obviously, to change. That's like oh, I continue. I'm living the perfect life. Everything's fine. Everything's great. I, that, I that's my, that's my I, I kind of like a defense because I don't want to be like told that I'm in denial. But, right. I, 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 I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to say say it in a negative way. I just mean that if any, I, I just think that if anyone can't go ahead and say and say, I wish I would be somewhere different, and because I wish I would be somewhere different, so what could I do about that? Nothing about my past. But what I could do is right now I could do something different. That's that's what I'm saying. But if I don't have that first thing, then I won't change now. The reason we keep on repeating cycles is because I haven't stopped to say that thing that I've done, I keep on doing. Because we keep on doing things over and over until we stop and we say, wait, I got to make a change now. I got to make a change now. And the way to look at that is to look at what got me to where I am right now. What got me here? What got me here? What are the things I like about myself? What are the things I don't like about myself? Yeah. That's uh, a... Yeah. Okay, yeah. Go, Leo. Um, the way I understood what the Rob was saying was really that I, I'm looking at my life right now and two examples that I wish I was better at would be connecting to learning, understanding learning more, and being more in shape. And if I look back two years ago or five years ago, if I implemented those things into my schedule, I would be in a much higher level where I am today. Exactly. So what I could do is, instead of wishing I could change the exactly. past, I implement it today. So exactly. Exactly. I'm not going to regret it. Right. Exactly. 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 You're always going to want more. There's nothing wrong with wanting more. Yeah, right. No, but correct, correct. That's the balance. So I think that's the balance. The balance is, okay, I am where I, I am. I like the way Elio is saying it. I am where I am. I'm not going to beat myself about, I'm not going to beat myself up about where I am. I'm not so happy that I'm not, I'm just using Elio's example, that I, my learning, I'm not so connected to my learning and my working out, my shape, the way I feel about my physical body is not the way it is. But what, but, but I can't do anything about the last two, three years that I didn't do that or my high school years that I didn't do that. But I could do something about it now. So how is it healthy to live in the regret? So that's exactly how it's healthy to live in that, not to live in the regret, to have that, to, to learn from it. Because you're not beating yourself up. You're not saying you're a bad person. You're saying, I, I think what happens, right? This is the Binyamin. Uh, you knew I was coming to you? See, Binyamin. He knew it. He knows it every time. That's scary. I feel good about myself, Binyamin. That means I'm on track. This is the Binyamin principle. 
This comes to the Binyamin principle. This is really from our first Shmuzim. We spoke about this on that first Shabbos that I mentioned to you, Ari. This is all came up for this year. I think people look at it as either or. And Moshe, you mentioned this also. Oh, so that means there's no end to it. So I always have to better myself. I always have to this. I'm, I'm, being, I'm being hard on myself or I'm totally okay with myself. So let's talk it out, Binyamin. Help me out. That what? That what? Go. It's hard not to sit on it. So, so what we do is we brush over it and we ignore it and we move on or we say I'm okay with it as opposed to holding both of them and saying, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm not so happy with some of the things that I've done. I'm not going to hurt myself, beat myself up because of that. I'm going to analyze it, understand it, maybe talk to somebody about it, learn from it, and then be able to, I don't want to say the word move on, but let's use the word, I'm going, ah, oh, this is a good one. This is a new one, guys. Move in. Stop moving on and move in. Move in. on. That was Binyamin. That, that fits. Everyone wants to move on. Go move on. No, I'm not moving on. I'm moving in. What does that mean? I want to get involved. What, what, where did that come from? Why did, I, why did I not do well in school? Why did I not excel? What was, what was going on with me during that time? What was so hard for me with elementary school? What happened in my family? Where's my anxiety from? Why, why, why couldn't I make friends? Why was I bullied? Why was I a bully? Why, why, and, and because otherwise, right, right, Akiva, otherwise what happens? Otherwise it's just the, the, why? The vicious cycle, and you won't get at, you, you'll never get at, I, I, I know that sounds a little intense to say, but I, I'm not cursing anyone here, but the answer is you will never get out of it. You're in, the, you're in the bad matrix. You'll never get out of it because you're, all you're doing is just recycling the same thing you were, you were doing when you were, when you're, right? The, the, the wheel is spinning and the hamster's dead. Good? Yeah, go, Benjamin. Are you saying something that someone Why? Yeah. Right, same, similar, again, that, that what, say that again louder, that what? I could still regret that. The regret is that I wish I wasn't in that situation. If I was not in that situation, who knows? And now, okay, like Simcha and Avigdor are saying, we're not, no, not, I don't think any of us are arguing, it, it would be okay if we're arguing also. I'm just saying, I, I really don't think we're arguing. I think that, 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 as Elio was saying, if I then sit there and beat myself up, that's one extreme. The other extreme is move on. The new motto is what? Is move in, which is understand it. Understand why I, why I did that. Understand why I was challenged with that. Understand what the circumstance was that made it that I made those decisions. And then, and, what, that, and, then, and, then and then, my experience, and then I'll get to, oh, I'm excited, Nisanal and Yisrael. Oh, 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 oh. Ready for this? You don't have to move out. What happens is, it, 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 it'll let go of you. Because you moved in. The line is, you can't 
Mayor Mattel sent me this line. I didn't know where I would, where I would manifest and say this line, but it's so good with this move in. Oh, this is so good, guys. Thank you. I love just talking with all of you and uh, getting this clarity. Listen to this. You can't leave a place until you've been there. If you're trying to leave some place, you can't leave there if you never got there. So you can't, oh, thank you, Hashem. Thank you, guys. You can't move on until you move in. And the reason people have struggled moving on is because they never moved in. And they think they've moved on, but they never moved in. So you can't move on if you never moved in. If Binyamin's okay, I love it too. Thank you guys, wow, wow. I don't know what just happened. I don't know what just happened, but we just, we just hit something big. And Ari, if Ari's smiling, forget about it. Then we know we hit, we hit some uh, treasure over here. So, so, so I think we got it right now. So there's this balance. We got this balance over here of, of moving in to, to your past. Because we're always afraid of our past. And we're always afraid of it's going to be too intense. So just move on. So we either sit in bed and we, and we victimize ourselves and we self-pity ourselves. I'm a loser and I'll never do it and it's terrible. Or, or the other muscle is move on. And we're saying, nope, we have a third solution and the best solution. And that is we're going to move in. Because when we move in, and we could talk about what moving in means, now we're going to start having a, right, a whole thing and move in. Therapy is a part of it. Therapy is not at all. If therapy was at all, everybody would be fine. Because everybody would go see a therapist. No offense to Dr. Yehuda here. If everybody was, uh, was, if therapy solved everyone's problems, you just go to therapy and we're all good. It doesn't, the therapy is a piece of the pie. It's a piece of moving in. It's not the only thing to do to move in. It's a piece. It's one hour a week. Sometimes two hours a week. Go, go, go. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about one more thing. Moving in. No, what moving in is functioning. That hurts. No, moving. No, no, no. Victor asked. I want to switch this because I want to ask, get some questions. We'll talk more about the moving in. Another way to move in is to function. I'll tell you why. Because when you function, when you function, then your, your thing that you're trying to run away from won't let you run away from it. When you don't function, you're able to escape. Non-functioning, that's a, such another chiddush. Wow, I feel like having a lot of chiddushim here. It's not, it's such a chiddush, wow. It's the, the non-functioning is the escape, wow. It's not even the phone, it's not even the, the marijuana, it's not all that. It's just not functioning, the non-functioning. Oh my gosh. Yichap, you don't function. If you can function being on your phone for 15 hours, smoking weed, drinking, and you could do that, then you, then you, are, then, then you have a whole other load of problems. <laughs> then that's a whole different animal. Most people can't do that. Then you're really on a high level. But that's for a different conversation. Most people can't function. They're not functioning properly. That's a move in also. Okay, yes, we got Nisanel, Yisrael, and Eliezer, and Judah. Ooh, I'm excited to hear what Judah's got to say. Let's start with Nisanel. I'm excited to hear of uh, Nisanel. Yes, question, comment? Uh, both. both. Okay, good, I like it. Go. When, when you move in on yourself, you're 
Is anyone recording? We're recording? I didn't know if we're recording or not. Better not to. Oh, okay, yeah? Sorry. I know, right? When you move it on yourself, you're also moving in on your surroundings. When you say it again? If you're moving in on yourself, what do you explain? Like parents, for example. Okay. Like you grew up very horribly and you're wondering why am I, why am I like, why was I like this in the past? Good. Because my parents were like this. Good. Beautiful. Good. Well, well, okay, good. But that's a quick story. That's a very quick story. That's a one-liner that we all can, 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 meaning that's a quick one. Parents, we're not talking about anyone's parents. Parents are, you grow up a certain way. No parents are perfect. You're not going to be the perfect parent either. You hope to be better, better and better. But let's say you know that I grew up with, with we'll call it, even though I don't like this word so much, but we'll call it heavily dysfunctional parents, heavily dysfunctional father, heavily dysfunctional mother. The story is written, done, great. You got your ticket. You grew up with heavily, not you, a person grew up with heavy, heavily dysfunctional parent or parents. And the reason they are is because whatever. Children of Holocaust, um, uh, they went through their own trauma, blah, blah, blah. Go. That's it. <laughs> that what? So what's, your, what's the point? Oh, that when you're moving in on yourself, you're also moving in on yourself. Well, th that is moving on because, again, you, so what, what do you, what, I'm... I'm, I'm well, I know. No, but that's true. But, but why, is that, why is that not just moving in on myself? I, I was like, like Binyamin said, this happened to you. It happened to you. That's part of your, your what happened to us. It's, it's more like it affects your surroundings. When you change yourself, your surroundings naturally gets better. What, the work you do on yourself influences people around you. What the Rav told me when I was struggling with my parents was, your father has been the same way for 46 years. You're not going to be the one to change him. The only thing you can do is change, your, change yourself, change your actions and reactions. And right now I live at home, and my relationship with my parents is incredible because I stopped trying to focus on, on changing them. I changed myself and my reactions, and naturally what came out of that is my environment got better. So in a way, you're right. Like, when you, when you move in on yourself, like, that, it's not you move in on your environment, it's, it influences your environment, it, it really helps, it changes. Beautiful, wow, amazing. Beautiful. And, I, and I think Nisano, I think what you bring up is, a, and thank you Elio, beautiful. I think Nisano, what you bring up is so key is because that's where it gets, that's, that's the moving in. We're afraid to move in really deep, deep and move in because it's painful sometimes to live in that reality, to be like, holy cow, like this is where I was, and this is what I had, and it's very painful to be like, if only, if only, a little bit like how Victor was saying, like, if only I had a different upbringing, what would that have done for me? You know? Yeah, is that, okay, amazing. Yisrael, thank you, Nisano. Oh, I love it. Love it. Yes. I was going to say that I don't think it's a problem to like focus on your regrets. But I think the problem is when you're so focused on it, when you're not thinking about all the good things about you, all the right. Good choices, exactly. You don't feel good. Like exactly. That's all you're doing. Exactly. Correct. 
Correct. It's the all or nothing, you know, thinking that well, a lot of us have. And it's a very normal thing that people have that. But like Yisrael is saying, and I think we're all saying this, is to be able to hold, hold them both and to say, I could regret and I could learn how to, and this is the Binyamin principle, I could learn how to have healthy regret. I could learn how to move in. I got to learn how to move in in order to move on. I got to learn. And like you're saying, that could include my parents. It could include my, my siblings. It could include my upbringing. It could include, when I say upbringing, my school system, the culture I'm part of, my disabilities, my abilities, patterns. my patterns, the things that happen to me. Those are all things that are sometimes, especially anyone who's gone to real therapy and, and really gotten in there, sometimes it's very, very, it's, it's, it's real. It's like really real to look at it and say like, maybe I was neglected. Maybe I needed more attention and I didn't get the attention that I needed. Maybe, maybe I, I was not treated well. And it's like, whoa, that's hard sometimes to really say, whoa. Like we, we, we don't really want to accept, we don't want to move in on that. We don't want to move in on that. We don't want to move in on that. We want to like keep it on the surface because it's painful. It hurts. It hurts. Okay, beautiful, Elio. Wow. I wish I wouldn't have said that. I wish I didn't react like that. 
That's well, again, we could take the word regret out. I think he is what he's saying. I think, holding a grudge on. Yeah, correct. I, I think the point, like like we're saying, is that take hold, holding responsibility. I take full responsibility, and I. It's not my fault. Maybe that's better. It's not my fault. Um, it's not about whose fault. It's about taking responsibility to learn from it and to move forward. To learn from it and to move forward. I just think that it's dangerous because it's usually either or. We're either sunken in the self-pity of regret or we're, we're move on, move on, move on. And I think we miss a key element there that is so important. And that's the mo moving in and understanding more where I came from, who, where I came from, who I am, etc., etc. Okay, we have a, we're, we're already 6.30. Let's just do a halacha, amazing discussion, a lot of clarity, I'm sure, as, as we did this, there'll be, many of you will process more from this, from this uh, conversation. Um, talking negatively about a speaker. Says we're on day 16. Oh, oh we didn't finish uh, day 15 yesterday. Um, a, a child, sorry, page 50, day 15. A child, it is also for a child to talk negatively about her teacher or to imitate the teacher in a negative fashion. My teacher is so inconsiderate, she gives us so much homework. My Rebbe is so mean, he embarrassed a few boys today. If you hear a child talking negatively about a teacher, you must stop him. You may say, now again, we spoke about this yesterday. Chaimel, you may not talk this way about your teacher. If the teacher bothers you personally or if he did something you think was wrong and I can be of help, then you may tell me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change this a little bit. However, you must make sure that no other children or adults are present when you speak. I wanna, I'm going to change a little bit in uh, not changing what, what the book is saying. I just want to explain a little bit, a little bit more. We said this yesterday. You want to have an open relationship with your children. That is number one. Your children need to feel safe with you. That's the base, basis of any relationship. For sure, the relationship that your children are going to have with you. So if your child comes home and says, my Rebbe did this to me, or my teacher did this to me, your child needs to be validated, listened to, and needs to know that you are the person who all the information is safe with. Now, if you sit around your supper table putting down your son or your daughter's teacher or the Rebbe, then that's on you. Or if you're sitting around with your other children bashing, bashing your, the teacher, that's on you. But you're, you want your child to be able to be comfortable and feel safe with you, that your child could say, I hate my Rebbe. So I'm saying, oh, oi. yeah, yeah, okay, let me hear. Why do you hate your Rebbe? I hate my teacher. Why do you hate your teacher? That teacher is so, uh, you know, not, not sensitive. She embarrassed me. He embarrassed me. I want to hear more about it. You don't want to start off by saying, no, you can't say that. Lashon hara, lashon hara. I don't know what this, I mean, I know this book is saying clear halacha like that, but I'm saying, I'm just telling you guys that it's not, it's not like that. You want your child to be able to open up to you and tell you how they feel about anything that they feel and for you to listen and to be good enough in the Hilchus Lashon Hara and know the halachas to know how to deal with it. Yes, Ms. Adel and Simcha, and then we have to wrap up. Yes. What do you mean? Let's 
Right. Again, you, you want you you want your child to be comfortable with you, that they would be open to discuss it with you. That you're not going to to the reason they're talking to their friends is not because I can't talk to my father. Not that there aren't not that that your child has to tell you everything that they do, but the reason that they're not telling you is not because they feel you're going to judge them, you're going to hurt them, you're going to not understand them. You want that relationship to be healthy enough that, that at least you're an option. Whether they tell you or not, that's fine. Yeah, correct, correct, about everything. But I'm saying, but that's, but that's, more, on the, that's more on the kid, not on you. Meaning, no, that's not what I'm saying is, I want, right, I want my children to be able to know that it's safe for them to share something with me. I'm saying this live right now. I want my children to be able to know that if someone hurts them, or if they're going through a hard time, or if they messed up, or if Chasusham, I mean, you know what I'm saying. If, if, if they, they went through troubles, whatever it is, that they, that they feel comfortable to talk to me. Do they have to talk to me about everything? No. But I want to be the type of father that I'm there for them. That's all I'm saying. Okay, good. Okay, this already is another conversation. I hear, I hear, I hear. I think, right. Okay, we'll talk about that. Okay, yes. Yes. And the child says, wow, now I really hate my idea, whatever. Yeah. Should a parent let the child do that by the supper table and validate him or say, yeah. hey, let's take this, let's speak about it after, maybe it's not so good to speak about it for another child. Nice. So, so again, depending on the nature of what your child and the circumstance, you, you would make that call at that time. Correct. Yeah. As a child, if you feel it starts becoming a real, if it's like, oh, wow, I'm sorry you had a tough day, okay, great, and that's whatever, then it's fine. But if you feel it's really something, say, okay, uh, I hear, maybe this is not a supper conversation, let's have it after the supper. But not that I'm pushing you down, because that, let's talk about it after supper, because it's, it's more between me and you, it's not, oh, you know, and I, and I hope you guys got, not I hope, Mir Tashem, you will sit at your supper table with your wife, and your children, like Simcha saying, and you will say, so how was your day? And how was your day? And it's okay for one of the children to say, I actually had a tough day, and my Rebbe, my teacher, blah, 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 blah. Okay, great, next, great, let's talk about it. If you see it gets a little bit more, a little bit deeper, a little bit personal, then you can say, okay, you know, I don't think this is the forum, you know, Amir Tzachem will do this later, something like that, or whatever, or let's talk after supper. Hashem should help us all. Wow. Thank you all. Thank you. Have an amazing continue. Guys, keep on strengthening, strengthening, strengthening yourselves for Klal Yisrael.